It's time again for The Insider with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. All right, so we're going to move on to, yep. uh, Chuck, you mentioned the U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin running for re-election, and uh, Eric Hovde, Madison businessman, uh, whose family uh, has a real estate, uh, uh, a lot of real estate holdings in the area. The Hovde um, building, you've probably heard of it. <laughs> announced, uh, you know, he's going to be the challenger, and he seems to be the chosen one of the, uh, the national Republicans. So you, you already predicted that uh, Baldwin would handily beat Hovde. So just explain why. Well, first of all, past is, is uh, predicting the future. Tammy Baldwin won by about 10 points last time. She's a really strong candidate. She has really good people doing her ads. She had, I thought, one of the best ads in the last campaign with a, a, an ad against her opponent who had voted against some health care issue. And she had someone who was suffering from um, a disease that affected that. I thought it was an impressive ad. And she has good people like that behind her. But Tammy does a really good job of bringing home the bacon. She works very closely with local communities. You'll see her out there talking about the different things that have been done, whether it's the bridge from Duluth over to Superior, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, we now have a president who realizes after Hillary Clinton didn't show up in the state that we should be here, we should be present. They've been around. So the national story for Tammy is gonna be very good. You'll notice how late Hovde got in. This is, I, I like to look back and see when somebody came in this late in the campaign. Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson. But the reality is that the, diff, the, the, the dynamics have changed. Money is so important that it used to be that you felt you had to get out there and get name recognition. You don't. Hovde's a strong candidate. But you know what? The problem Hovde has is he is so wealthy. And, you know, you know, you know your profession. It, it's like being an attorney. Now, wait a minute. I think he might be a member of the Bankers Association. Yeah, well, there you go. So, you know, I used, to, I used to say, look, I could be the most hated man in America if I could just become a used car dealer because I was already a legislator and an attorney. And you know all the jokes about attorneys. You, you know the jokes about bankers. You know, there's the same joke that goes around about bankers and attorneys. You know what it is. Careful. What do you have when you have a thousand uh, bankers? <laughs> what, is it, what do you have when you have a thousand Careful. attorneys at the bottom of Lake Michigan? There you go. A good start, okay? Yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff we get thrown at us, right? Well, you know, Eric Hovde, let's start out there and say, Eric Hovde is a banker and they're accusing him of leave, living in California. Just some of these fundamental things that just don't start out with a good stuff on state roads. Now, Eric Hovde went to East High School, you know, grew up in Madison. They just, what was it, Ovation that they built here? Marvelous development just off of State Street. But that is going to come up against people's, you know, fundamental dislike of, of the person who's from out of state and really left town. So I think that Tammy's uh, approach has been good. I don't see any problems. You have to have a reason to defeat the incumbent. I don't think you have that. I predict she gets, depending upon what happens nationally here in Wisconsin. In other words, what do Biden and, and Trump do here in Wisconsin? But I would expect that Tammy will run about 8% ahead of the top of the ticket, which means she'll win handily. So she's going to provide coattails for Biden. Okay, go yeah. ahead. What's your analysis of the, uh, which he'll need. Of, of the Baldwin race? Um, so, um, I think Tammy Baldwin is a formidable candidate, and not because she is a person who has accomplished great things in Washington, D.C. In fact, she is tr the traditional, uh, in many ways, the traditional Wisconsin Democrat United States Senator, in that she has accomplished all sorts of small things for individual communities around the state, and she's really good at raising money. Um, so she's able to point to local things that people can see and feel, um, and 
versus I'm the one who restructured American foreign policy, you know, that, that doesn't get you as far. So she's, she, she delivers the little things at home and she's an extraordinary fundraiser, national fundraiser. So she's running against Eric Hovde, who uh, you made fun of for entering late and Jeff correctly pointed out that, yeah, this has happened before in Wisconsin. We had a wealthy business person who jumped in late and he has been our United States Senator uh, for quite some time now, uh, Ron Johnson. So, who's uh, lived and whose self, business was in Wisconsin? A self-funder, Hovde's got lots of businesses here too. So He's he got them all self, over the country. Right. That's called success. <laughs> so, anyways, Donald Trump, very successful. Yeah. So, so Hovde um, is a self-funder. When you're a self-funder, you can start late. You don't <laughs> yes. have to go out and travel and try to get free media attention. You just stroke a check and the television stations run your ads. So he will be able to do that. And he has a, a, a good team behind him. They're gonna, they're, I think they will also have good ads. Um, I think his biggest struggle is that um, business people are logical. That's a huge flaw when running for office <laughs> because logic is not what decides politics. Politics is about emotion, right? So we often get, when, when the legislature, you and I would go out and recruit people to run, and I'd come back all excited, like, we have, like, the, the guy's the biggest employer in town, he runs the foundation, everybody loves him, it's going to be great, you know, and then, then these people just falter as a candidate, and you're like, what the heck, everybody in town, like, yeah, but we didn't know he was, you know, and it's because the person is logical. They're looking at this at, from the point of logic rather than emotion. And politics is an emotional business, not a logical one. So, for example, Eric Covey announced, made this announcement yesterday. And the first story to come across the wire and the first video clip I see from it is the candidate explaining that he understood the crisis at the border and the problem with sexual trafficking because he and his brother owned three homes in Latin America, in Central America. And I was like, look at him going, this is not helping. You know, I mean, first of all, they point out that you have a $7 million house on the, in Malibu, and you got, a, you got a nice house here. Um, and you just sold the place in DC or gave it to your brother. Okay, so this is not good. Um, but then, you know, for once the media actually did something responsible, they provided a clarification later saying, well, those are not like three beach houses in El Salvador that he and his brother own. They are homes for women who have been sexually trafficked. But the candidate didn't articulate that. He said, I understand this issue because my brother and I own three houses in Central America. And you know, in his head, he's like making a strong case. But in politics, you would have made an emotional case there, right? I understand this. My brother and I have sat with these women in the shelters that we have built for them in Central America. This is, you know, like just completely different answer than the way that he did that. Now, candidates learn over a period of time. And if you can strike enough checks, the television ads can be scripted while you're learning to hit a script. Well, he, and, he, and he did run that. before. He ran in 2012 and almost won the primary against Tommy Thompson. Three-way race, right? That, I think that helped. And prevented um, Tommy Thompson from being and Tammy he was seen. And he was seen as a, as a new face then. I think that was very helpful to him. Um, so I think I, uh, Chuck is dismissive of him. I think he's, he's faltered here at the start, and the Democrats have been setting him up for six months because they've known this was going to be the Republican candidate. 
So I'm not sure why they didn't do a better job of that, but um, there is still huge potential here. You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Walla and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership.